thank you for coming here today. It's me, Linda Sage, on Learning From Life. One thing I can promise you, there'll be people to meet over the airways here you'll never forget. Some, as long as you live. Let's just say, most have had what could be termed as an interesting life. It's not what happens, it's how you deal with it. And one line from any of them could change the way you deal with things forever. They'll be landing from all parts of the planet, all ages, backgrounds and experiences. Telling the truth of how it was and how they manage things may just help you miss a rock or two along your road too. Hi and welcome back. I'm Linda Sage. This is Learning From Life. And uh, today, uh, as always, I've got an amazing guest. These people just have phenomenal lives and uh, interests and achievements. And today is no different. Joining me is Sammy Venn. Now, this lady has many hats from... um, (laughs) studying history to studying english to being an editor to all sorts of other things as well so many hats so sammy thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me on the show it's lovely to be here so i know we we've spoken before about uh, your magazine and i know that's uh, sort of your baby at the moment but uh, for people who don't know who is sammy venn well, I suppose, well, thank you for having me. I suppose I'd actually like to say I'm a, so I'm a freedom thinker, I'm a writer, I'm a self-love magician and an advocate for all things sacred, spiritual and divine feminine. And I used to work in the retail industry for actually pretty much my entire working life. I had my own shops, but I'd always written and it'd always been a great passion of mine and I started to write a book several several years ago now and you know life happened and my sort of personal circumstances changed and I closed my shops and I ended up sort of like working all over the country selling all of my jewellery and clothing but everything had that kind of soulful twist to it so that had always been very much part of my of my kind of like work and personal life so in a way the two sort of married them themselves in in many ways but the magazine was really born out of well it was born out of covid and lockdown and obviously because i had been in retail and was doing lots of events like women's wellness festivals music festivals artisan markets i was very much a face-to-face person um, as far as my role at work was concerned and that work rug just got ripped out from underneath me a year ago and I suppose I spent the first three months of lockdown last year feeling really quite angry, unsure about what to actually do, how to pivot, how to change and I remember getting out all of my books and my journals and half written stories and thought I'm going to finish this book um, during lockdown and one evening last June um, I had I sort of woke up in the middle of the night and there was this idea that basically it was almost like a sort of a spiritual download which was online magazine and so that's how 
Bell's Misadventures was was born and I have been working 24 7 since <laughs> on it <laughs> so what about the name where did the name come from the name was actually my nom de plume so I used to when I used to write poetry before the poetry told a a journey I suppose from that sort of like sorrow despair space to through to anger and then through to liberation so the poetry was very much a journey of my personal history um, so I decided that I wanted to write under a different name which was Bell until I felt sort of comfortable showcasing my work because some of it's very sad some of it's very erotic and I wanted to try and find the feel of where I was going with it before I put put my face my face to it and my real name but I'm really happy with it now so I'm and a lot more confident so now I've decided to just come out of the writing closet and just be me so so it took you quite a long time to actually write under your own name it did yes I mean I wrote for um a music company uh during lockdown I was their blog writer um but yes it did it took me a really long time to actually sort of like feel comfortable confident I suppose with you know my voice and that sort of ethereal voice that I had that I wanted to really very much shout from the rooftops but I think I was trying to find where it fitted and now I think with the magazine that very much feel it very much now feels that I have found a a niche and where my authorial voice sat in the world and I think what COVID provided me with was more of a global platform to actually speak to and I don't know about you but I found that Zoom and networking has taken on a completely different life of its own and a real zest and I think that wouldn't have happened without lockdown so do you think people have found a lot of new avenues, creative avenues within the time of lockdown as well? Absolutely, definitely. I know that friends of mine who have also had to change what they um, do for a living, who have been either yoga teachers or the same industry as me. I've got an extremely good friend of mine that's a magician and she's really struggled because obviously she was always touring and she has been writing her book. Her book has now been published and so that's been her you know, creative essence. I've, I've had other friends that have started to paint, other friends that have written three books during lockdown as well. So I do think that people are finding a way to kind of channel, whether it's fear, anxiety, loneliness, you know, whether, you know, whatever, whatever emotions they're feeling due to COVID, I think a lot of people are finding new creative ways to actually either deal with it emotionally themselves as therapy or, you know, to actually, you know, gear shift their work or their working life. And I think for me, it's been a combination of, of both that I've just learned to trust myself, I suppose, and, you know, listen to my, listen to my gut instinct for a change.
It, it, it's strange, isn't it? An, an awful lot of performers are quite confident when they're in a role, but when they have to be themselves, that they're a completely different person. Absolutely. And I think that, um, I mean, my friend Romani is a perfect example of someone that is actually herself on stage and herself in real life. And apart from not wearing all of her gorgeous get up outfits, um, she's very much still exactly the same person. And I think that's just been really quite beautiful just to see that authenticity behind, you know, behind the magician. And yeah, she's a very, she's a very special character. So I've I've really enjoyed watching you know watching her journey in in particular I think through through COVID and all of the women that I've actually met in the last nine months on this sort of divine feminine journey through our through our six senses I've I've made some really good friends that I from all over the world that I would never have met if we hadn't have had, you know, an opportunity to, to sort of network and find our tribe in a different way. And what has surprised me more than anything is that although social media is so noisy at the moment, I've still managed to find and connect with all of the right people that I've wanted to and form some really beautiful relationships. So that's been it's been my it's been my silver lining I'm sort of trying to find you know a silver lining in a you know a very you know sort of like globally difficult time so so what do you think that you've actually learned from Covid perhaps about yourself about business I've learned to be I've learned to not take anything for granted mm -hmm. um certainly within you know within my work and I feel like I've actually, I, I talk about my work rug from being pulled out from underneath me, but I now feel that in a way I've woven a new kind of magic carpet, which has allowed me to traverse the world in a very different way. So I've actually become extremely grateful for an ability that I always had. And now I've learned to actually trust myself with it and access that inner wisdom and creativity and express my my truth in a very you know very different way so I'm very grateful for that and personally for me I mean I, I live um, I live in Sussex so I'm a few miles from the sea but I live in the country in a tiny little cottage and I'm very, very grateful for my surroundings. And every time I look out my window, every time I walk down the lane, I just make sure now I look for that wonder in something every day rather, rather than that, that fear. So my mantra became um, wonder over worry and faith over fear. And yeah, and just practice an insane amount of gratitude and my daughter's 14 she's an only child and it's something that we've actually practiced together as well she's she's a very soulful human being so it's been really lovely in a way spending more time with her than I, than I would have done previously so I'm kind of looking forward to them going back to school but there will be a part of me that will feel quite sad when going back <laughs> 
Yeah, I think you know because you've got lots of different hats, as we said at the very beginning. So you're you're writer, you're entrepreneur. I mean, editor in chief is a big role in itself, and mum, homeschooling and things like this. It must have a, a lot of different um, pulls on on you emotionally as well. Yeah, I think so. You know, because I, you know, you don a different hat at various times of the day. You know, whether it's at, you know, it's at breakfast time, whether it's at dinner time, and you have that kind of guilt as well that you should be doing, that you should be doing more. And obviously, you have those days where, actually, it just all feels really very difficult. And although I'm good at my sacred self-care rituals, as I call them. Um, they don't always cut the mustard and sometimes actually just want to have a big cry in a bath and 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 just stop for a while. So I do have, or rather I have at times, gone through that great big sense of, of overwhelm, I suppose. But whereas before I think I could quite easily have sunk into kind of like depression and my anxiety would have got the better of, of me I am someone that has been through therapy um, and I'm training to become a CBT therapist as well so um, it's been an interesting journey for me emotionally as well and keeping in check with um, how I need to deal with my everyday everyday life very much. When you're going through the the training to become a, a therapist or psychologist, you know, your own uh, adventure is huge Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. And, you know, I've actually found that in my writing, in my training, I have called upon, you know, all of the dark spaces that I suppose I've ever existed in throughout my life. And... I found it very helpful, um, whether or not it's from an empathetic perspective, you know, when you're talking to your clients, or or whether it's how you actually, you know, write and put yourself across when you're when you're talking to other people. I think it gives you a a real degree of of sensitivity when you've actually gone through real in your personal life yourself too and I've actually found it it's anchored me rather than being a sort of a disability for want of a better word yeah so if, if somebody's out there that's listening at the moment and sort of is down in that sort of black pit somewhere what would you give them as advice um I think what I've I mean, I I had been I'd been through domestic violence. I've lost my home. I've been through all sorts of um, trauma. And where I am now, I think what I've realised is that with if you've got some kind of faith, something that you can actually really hook into, and it takes a big, big, you know, a lot of time to delve deep into what that actually is. But for me, meditating, exercise, talking therapy, knowing that actually those feelings of anxiety and depression don't last forever, that there is also help out there, that there is professional help out there if you haven't actually got that help within your immediate circle and your home environment. 
Um, but taking really good care of yourself physically as well as mentally. And I'm a very spiritual person and I have found that I tap into what I call a, a spiritual toolbox. And whenever I'm feeling down or very low, I have something that I can gravitate towards. But it's taken me, you know, quite a long time to actually work out what that is for for me personally, but I would always advocate talking talking therapy and exercise without doubt. There's nothing like leaving your mind and getting back into your body. And it only actually takes one minute to do that. It's like the easiest path to your truth is actually through movement. And after 15 to 20 minutes, minutes of movement you can actually bring yourself back into the present and back into your body but you kind of free your mind and anxiety at the same time so for me exercise is always key even if it's a walk a walk outside it doesn't have to be jumping on a treadmill or getting on your bike you know it can be as simple as dancing I dance a lot so that's something that I find raises my sort of endorphins and serotonin and doesn't really fail to ever put a smile on my face <laughs> <laughs> no that's great advice there then sammy and if people want to know more about uh, you or your uh, fantastic um, magazine do go and have a look because it, it looks absolutely superb how can Thank they know more you. um well it's my website is bellsmisadventures.co.uk you can find me on Facebook under Sammy Venn um, as well and I have a Facebook group um, as which is a lovely group actually of mm-hmm. sort of like-minded liberated illuminated women and the link to that is actually on my personal Facebook page um, and it's also on my on my website too but I can give you I can give you those links as well for you yeah we can put those up no problem and and also so you know we're starting to sort of hopefully open up a little bit now sort of covid is uh, sort of blooming i know the psychological pandemic is going to be going on a lot longer than uh, perhaps the physical one but uh, what does the future hold for you sammy well um i will get back and do some of my festivals when i can because i do love them um, but for me, it's very much going to be continuing with the magazine. The spring edition is coming out on March the 20th um, and it's a quarterly it's a quarter, quarterly periodical. So I'm going to be continuing with that and the writing, finishing my book. And I'm going to be starting retreats and workshops and classes with um, my Koya teacher training as well. So that's and that and Koya is my is my dance practice that I'm I'm actually um, learning at the moment. So it's going to be a kind of a, a really lovely mix of combining old skills and new skills, things that I can do face to face, but also making sure that I can also have a, a a career online at the same time too because I think the one thing that we've all realized throughout the pandemic is that that is very much kind of key to our um, our survival yes and I think it's something now that's moved forward I think it would have taken a lot longer if we hadn't had the pandemic than it has within this year 
Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And I think that where, as before, a lot of employers probably worried that where people were working from home, they weren't really working. I think you know this is this has proved, you know, categorically that that's actually not the case at all. Mm-hmm. And I think from a you know, in, well, from a worldwide perspective. I do think one of the biggest um, silver linings has actually been the healing of our planet that, um, you know, we can actually, you know, sort of like physically see um, how, you know, the lack, lack of lack of travel um, has really decreased pollution, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that there has been some real benefits. And I think when people move back into you know this kind of slow opening of you know local and global corridors that maybe you know it won't be a five day a week office bound job anymore it'll be you know very much split between you know home and home and office i think that and there won't be maybe so much you know corporate travel either because people have been able to actually leave you know with the with the wonderful zoom people have been able to kind of carry on you know in a very different way but the lack of human connection i think has has been hard so i think a balance between the both um would would be would be wonderful yeah yeah no i I definitely agree with you it's quite easy to travel around the world virtually at the moment and be in all sorts of different places um whereas before it would take me sort of uh you know days to get there before i actually did a venue or presented or whatever and then it was another couple of days coming back so it's uh quite a luxury to sit in your front room and uh, be anywhere in the world Absolutely. And I've, I've actually thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I wouldn't have met you if it hadn't have been for, yeah. you know, online, True. online networking. And <laughs> I think it's been, you know, a really, you know, it's been a great experience meeting so many, you know, really sort of like beautiful people. So Sammy, as always, time always gets the better of us. So thank you so, so much for being with us. Thank you very much for having me here with you. I've really enjoyed talking to you today. And uh, also, obviously, Elliot has been with us doing the techno. And I've got an apology to make because I believe I got a squeaky chair. So uh, if that's been annoying <laughs> all the way through, I'm really sorry. WD40 is my next stop. <laughs> this is one of the pleasures of being, you know, coming out from your living room. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. And as always, we will be back with you again next week with another amazing guest. But meantime, be kind to yourself. Stay safe. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded in conjunction with the Chapel FM Art Centre and East Leeds FM radio station. For more information about them and all the good work that they do is www.elfm.co.uk. And to know more about what Linda Sage is doing, her website is www.elfm.co.uk lindasage.com also on all the other social medias